Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Christos Niku's beguiling new film, Apples, takes place during a worldwide pandemic that causes sudden amnesia in a growing number of people. A middle-aged man, Aris, finds himself in a hospital and later in a recovery program designed to help unclaimed patients build new identities. Prescribed daily tasks on cassette tapes so he can create new memories and document them on camera, Aris slides back into an ordinary life meeting Anna, a woman who is also in recovery. Apples was co-written by Stavros Raptis and our guest, director and co-screenwriter Christos Niku. Christos, welcome to Film School Radio. Uh, thank you for the invitation, uh, Mike. And uh, I'm very glad that I'm here and we're discussing about the film. <laughs> this is a, a film that in some ways reminds me of other films in the sense of memory loss. It's a great device. It allows artists to explore the unknowable things in our lives. You used it to great advantage in this film. What inspired the film? The starting point of the film uh, was inspired by something personal. And I, I started writing the script when uh, I was dealing with the loss of my father. And I was trying to understand uh, and ask myself many questions about how our memory functions, about how our, our memory is selective and how we forget things that we uh, that hurt us and how we can move on in our life in general. And if we are the things we don't forget because somehow we are our memories. So all these questions were in my mind and I tried to transfer my personal thoughts uh, and create this character and this world that amnesia spreads uh, like a virus. And in general, we try to make a comment for our society in, in, in that way and always in our mind with my co-writer we had this in our mind about how we can say something personal but at the same time by creating the world making a comment uh, making an allegory actually was this film in production were you finished with it when the pandemic the covid pandemic have any impact or influence on on the film not at all. I mean, uh, we started writing it in 2014, uh, and okay. uh, we the only connection <laughs> we had with the pandemic is that uh, we tested the DCP in Greece in a cinema when the film was ready. I mean, it was the last day before the first uh, lockdown. So we went to the cinema. I think that was the last movie that was ever screened in this in on that time. And then when we went out from the cinema, we read on the news that uh, the whole country is in a lockdown and everything is closed. So that, that's the only connection, to be honest, okay. there is with, uh, with the actual pandemic. Is the pandemic more as an allegorical device in order to make some comments about our society? And it's, it's not actually a movie about a pandemic. It's something right. else for me. Well, how prescient your film is to be released into, uh, in, into the world at a time when we have been dealing with a pandemic, something that has forced all of us to, in some ways, reevaluate our lives, right? That's one of the impacts for me personally, is being in this shutdown has has sort of begotten a sense of my place in the world and 
my my mortality and i think that's had an impact on many people so in this film there is those elements in the film of uh, what is our life if we don't remember the things that have happened to us in the past and how they've impacted us just for, out of curiosity when you walked out of the theater and you realized that now your country was going into a lockdown how did that feel to you having gone through this this project what did it feel like to be in a place where you were unable to essentially go back to your life in a way? I remember that I was with with some members from the crew that we worked together. I mean, the film as we were checking uh, the DCP, and all of us we felt that okay, we made the movie that it's not science fiction exactly, but it is something that it is like our reality right now and. For sure, we were scary about many things with the actual pandemic. But at the same time, uh, the way that it made me feel about the, the, the movie, it was that I didn't know if the movie uh, can uh, can resonate with the audience, if the audience would like to watch a movie about the pandemic when they were living actually the real pandemic, and how easily they can understand things like uh, that we're dealing in the film that are similar with the actual pandemic, like loneliness, uncertainty about the future, yeah. uh, isolation, loss. And uh, it looks that it works. It looks that, uh, I mean, that the movie has so many, has a realistic approach that the audience can definitely uh, connect with it. Let's get to the to the heart of your, your film. And as we meet Aris, uh, he, he doesn't know where he is. Well, we first see him, he is hitting his head the very first opening scene, he's hitting his head against a, a wall. We're not sure why yet, but we, as things begin to unfold, we realize fairly quickly that there's something amiss. And before we get too far into the story itself, I want to congratulate you on your choice, your casting here, because Aris Zevitalis is got this amazing face. I, I, I just I could not take my eyes off of him and his expressions and how he came to embody so many different emotions and feelings that you could see him going through. So the reason I'm bringing up the, him right now, because, because he is the heart and soul of the film, and he is such a wonderful vessel for what you, you I believe you were trying to accomplish with this film. How much did he impact your, the film itself in casting him in this role? How much of an influence did he have on the way the film played out? A lot. I mean, uh, we wrote the film, uh, the script with him in our mind, me and my co-writer. And uh, as we knew that we would work with him, uh, when I made with him a short film before Apples, and we decided that we want to work again together. And I think Aris, as you said, has something really magnetic has something that you don't want to take your eyes from him and that's why we would try to have him almost in every frame of the film because we want to tell the whole story through his eyes through this very subtle performance and very maybe more minimal performance but i think with something very deep inside and uh, and also we try to take advantage of his uh, physicality of his body language in order to create these comedic moments for the film uh, that also can create and give a different, uh, another layer to the character and to create the whole 
mood of the main uh, hero. He's just a, yeah, it's just a, a, a special thing to watch him work. And that's another thing in the film. There are a lot of close-ups of him over mm -hmm. the course of the film. You really do focus on him because he is able to convey so much. And his bearing is very much a man who feels like, like he's been traumatized. There's a trauma to the way he carries himself, physical and psychological trauma. And he looks like he's trying to figure it out. I mean, literally, you can see him trying to figure it out. But he's so broken in some ways that you can see the struggle within him. Am I overstating that? Is that? No, it's uh, it's exactly. Uh, I'm very happy that you felt all this because it's exactly what we were trying to do with the film, and what we try to do with ours to feel all his emotions throughout his whole uh, journey. And as I as I said, maybe there are people that they will think that is a little bit more deadpan or maybe more uh, cold performance, but for me, it has something very warm and very deep in everything that he's doing. The way that he's doing this in a very subtle way, there is a reason why he's doing that in a subtle way. He's a guy who's observing the world around him, and he's also trying to understand what he can do next. Also, he's dealing with something very difficult on that time, and he uh, he cannot be just a happy person that talks a lot. There is a very specific reason why he is like that. The, the reason I say that, and this may be my last point, and, and is that he's so willing to accept a new life, but you also never it never leaves me in, as a, watching it that he he wants to reconcile. There's something about the way he is that you can tell that he is about trying to not only get better or come out of whatever this has been trauma he's been through, but he's trying to get to a place where he's healthy again or where he's something. You And that's the empathy that goes along with watching this is you, you root for him the entire time in this film. And his actions are that of a kind person. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? I don't know. I have... I have never written a character that is evil, to be honest. I'm always trying to write for kind people that uh, they are trying, they are struggling to understand um, their role in this world. And always yeah. the, the antagonist, I think, is, is the world, is the society, but not uh, the, the real humans. It's a beautiful film. It absolutely is a beautiful film. It is a joy to watch. It's a joy to be on the journey with him. And us also with Anna. It, that's another part of this. And I felt good about myself <laughs> having watched the film. I mean, just in terms of the possibilities of the human experience, really, uh, there's quite a, quite a bit to uh, to think about in the film. And I really thank you so much. Uh, the film is called Apples. And we've been talking with the co-writer as well as the director, Christos Niku. Christos, thank you so much. And come back anytime. I appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you very much, Mike. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Film School Radio.